0: The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first from London, England, the team of
1: Ace and Skillet. This is the kicker. Hey
2: yo, hey
0: yo, hey yo, hey yo. Hey, yo, I'm on the lid, talking flare. His face are bloody wrong, hanging off, got hit with a chin. Whoa, best dance to
2: the dance. Yes! what is going on welcome to another episode of the kick out podcast uh my name is ace my name is skillet i'm flu and my name is max that's right uh tay's not here today but we are back we had to do an episode well, we've been doing these we've been quite consistent recently this is good isn't it we're on a, we're on a real run here but we it's definitely ridiculous. had to come together today to give you an episode um after what uh, uh i think uh, a, a great Monday Night Raw. Ish. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was
3: yeah. great. It was greatish. It felt. It yeah. felt. Ish. It felt for the first time in a long time. It, it had some sort of atmosphere. It felt. It felt exciting to they made you excited to wait for the main event. You know what I mean? That's what wrestling used to do on a regular basis. That's what Monday Night Raw used to do on a regular basis. WCW Nitro used to do on a regular basis. And I haven't had that feeling in a little while. And, you know, it's not like the guy who won the title is, it's someone that I'm a massive fan of. I'm not, you know, I'm not a massive fan of the guy that the title. But for some reason, I actually wanted him to win it. I actually wanted yeah. him to win it. I wanted someone new. I wanted something different. And also the reasons I will give later on the reason why I wanted to win it is, is, is something I'm looking forward to seeing down the line. I'm hoping will come from this. But um yeah, it was quite exciting to watch.
1: Um yeah. What did you guys think? Flew, Max? I'm similar to you, Skills. I think I think um it was nice to see something a bit different. It was nice for them to definitely have some kind of idea for what they were doing with the show. Um I I did I made a promise to myself. I said if I get to the end of the episode and Lashley hasn't won the title, then I am out. Do you know what I mean? Because if they had uh, you know, bait and switch, bait and switch. And then the third bait and switch, I'd already said to myself, I'm done, but they couldn't do that. And to be fair, like Skillet, I'm, am I the biggest Lashley fan in the world? No, but it's different and it had an no idea. So to be fair, I guess it gets a tick from me.
2: Can I ask a question though For to both of you? Although like, we probably all here are not the biggest Lashley fans, although we appreciate what's going on at the moment. Are you more of a Lashley fan now? Are you more of a Lashley fan now, because of this, than um, you were maybe two, six weeks ago, that's a good question. Um, mm. I'm not, I because if you think... are, then this is this is working. No, I this
3: think it's really working, working. Re- I think yeah. it's working, I think it's working regardless. I think it's working regardless. The fact that I was looking forward to, to, to seeing Lashley win the title mm. means it's working. Um, I don't know if this made me a bigger Lashley fan. I think it's, it's I think it's the right thing they've done. I think it made me I'm a fan of the hurt business. I'll say yeah. that much. I'm a fan of the faction. I think this is faction has been booked very strong. Um, Shelton and Cedric look incredible together. Um, you know, MVP is doing great work. Um, so I think, like, I'm a fan of the faction. I think Lashley is due a title because you know, if you're looking at all the titles that we've had in WWE, he definitely should be in that in that kind of ilk. So it, it's just it's just good. It's good. It's a good thing they're doing, and they're doing the right thing, and that's what it is.
1: It's the wow. first time. He, it's the first time he's had a moment. So, you know, you know, late night you go, oh, I'm going to watch that moment. I'm going to watch that moment. It's the first time I'll go, oh, I might watch that Lashley moment because they, you know, having the, you know, having his peers at ringside for the Lumberjacks gave it a little bit of an atmosphere. You know, when he picked up Miz, dropped him, I think you saw Riddle in the background doing some proper kind of, oh, and so it gave
3: it. We'll have to address that later. But yeah, keep going.
1: Oh, yeah, don't get real. Storyline-wise, it doesn't make any sense. You beat him up. <laughs> I don't care about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous now. But um, but it just... It, 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 it. What? Yeah. It was nice to actually have a moment. It deserved a crowd, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, I agree. It, it did, did deserve a crowd. It did deserve a crowd.
2: I'll, can I go before Mix? Because I know Mix more or less called this whole thing, and I know that he's, like, loving Lashley as the champion. <laughs> I will say this. I think, like, like you lot said, I've never been the biggest Lashley fan. I've appreciated his work. I think he's like he's a he looks great. He's never done any. He's da, like he's had a few horrible moments in WWE. Even I was I was like, watching something, um watching some throwback stuff about remember when they tried to bring his sisters into it.
1: Oh my god, that was horrible, yeah. wasn't it?
0: And but it anyway, yeah, some bending over, kiss, oh, like kiss my ass kind of stuff. Horrible. as well. Like, absolutely. It was the
1: smiley face he had at the end of the scene. Do you remember at the end oh, of the throwback? It was scary. He it was so scary. So it's interesting, that you men-
3: it's interesting that you mentioned that. <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned that, Ace, because you know, Lashley was out of WWE for a long time, it was an impact for a while, it was an MMA for a little while. And he, I remember him vividly saying to a lot of media outlets when he signed the contract to come back to WWE that one of the main reasons why he wanted to come back was they promised him a match to Brock Lesnar. Uh, they're not, they're just not even the title, just a yeah, match just, hot well, That not, was his, That was one of his main hooks and coming back. And then he comes back, and then he gets the he gets the sister angle. He gets the Lana storyline. He gets put oh my God, about that? He gets put with Leo Rush. They yeah. booked him terribly. So I'm gonna say this now. Shout out to MVP because if it wasn't for MVP, 100%. we would not see this moment. But yeah, sorry. What, you're saying. what I was,
2: was going what I was gonna say is this has been the first time in this entire time that I've been watching Latchley that I've looked at him. I've said, yeah, you, bro, you are the champ. You are yeah. the man. And, yeah. and I've always said, yeah, you're great. You're good. You're like good at what you do. But I've never looked at him and thought, yeah, you're the You're the guy. And now I'm looking and I'm like, yes, this is the man. So it's working. It's 100% it working. I think MVP is definitely the key to it as well.
3: Absolutely, Max. Yeah, go I ahead, man. You go, I'll... go celebrate, Max. Celebrate,
0: <laughs> <laughs> bravo. I'm, I'm too gassed. I've been invested since the minute MVP got stuck with him last year. And, um, because I know the kind of stuff they did together on TNA, um, yeah, so yeah, I was looking forward to them kind of replicating that. And this is someone that looks like a monster, so it's only a matter of time before they pull the trigger on him. I think the good thing about it is that they've actually pulled the trigger. They have actually struck whilst the iron is hot. Because, you know, WWE, they see these opportunities come and it's like, it's someone else's time right now or we have this plan for someone else um, and they don't kind of let the natural happen. Um, Like how it it was happening with Daniel Bryan back in 2015. You know, they, they have their own plan of Roman Reigns and we have to get Roman Reigns to the dance when no one else cares sort of thing. Um, so yeah this hasn't been like you know it looks like it's been on the face of it two weeks of you know Miz gets her business's help cashes in now Bobby Lashley wants his turn and two weeks later Bobby Lashley's champion this has been coming and especially like back end of last year they turned it all the way up with Bobby Lashley he was just behaving like a monster I I think I said then like early January this is either going to lead to him winning this championship or facing Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania I I couldn't see any other way because of the way they were just booking him. So, yeah, same with you guys. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Lashley person ever, but um, it's like everyone can acknowledge when something has worked well and something new as well. Um, I think the thing that everyone kind of enjoyed about Raw last night was the fact that there was like a through line. And obviously for yourself, someone like Skillet, like you write stories and stuff. So you, you, you probably acknowledge the fact that like very much in the Attitude Era, Something would start at the beginning of the show and it would be a constant kind of drawback to this thing throughout the entire show mm-hmm. until it kind of escalates right in the main event or the main event segment. And that's what we had um last night. I mean, we will talk about Raw. I think everything else around it, other matches and stuff. A lot of it was just trash and filler <laughs> and nonsense, but it was saved by this well-booked um angle. And I think we gotta give the Miz praise as well like yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely I have to say weeks, this. he's been brilliant
2: there, there was one the the because i'll be honest i i missed a lot of raw it was, it was so weird i woke up every time lashley was about to fight the Miz. So i woke up for all three segments no one <laughs> of a lie like it was nuts so like but the the the, the um the promo was freaking
1: out then i was, you know, I, was just, I, up,
2: I, I was so confused so you know that like, <laughs> MVP came out. I was like, oh, you've got an, in an hour at nine o'clock. It's, we're gonna have this match." So I conked out. I woke up. Then, do you know what? I didn't even get to see that match. I went back, conked out, went back to sleep, and then I woke up for the last bit. It, it was it was mad. But I saw the I saw the Riddle match, and then I saw this this promo with Miz in uh, um, in the office with Shane talking about. He was going in. I was like, this guy, you know what? I might, we might need him on uh, the belt on him again soon. You know what I'm saying? Because he was talking about, I'm the champion. I need respect. I do whatever it gets to keep the title. And he was just like, not fluffing his lines. Just He was just, he's so good. He is so, so Bro, good. There's, good there's honestly two
0: victims here Drew yeah. McIntyre, the victim of timing, because I know they might have had their whole plan for Drew to win this title back at WrestleMania. But right now, that doesn't feel like it's the right thing to do. And Miz, because, yeah, like you said, he's she's, although we don't see him as a as a champion champion, he has champion qualities. He definitely knows how to sell himself and look the part as champion. I think if this wasn't WrestleMania season, per se, and maybe, you know, later on in the year, after Money in the Bank and stuff like that, I think Miz might actually have, like, a, a, a bit of a stretch as champion. But, yeah, Miz and Drew McIntyre have unfortunately been casualties to this Lashley train sort of thing, so
2: say saying that then um do would you book drew to face lesnar no sorry to face lashley at mania or give him a whole different opponent lashley i, I mean that's the match.
3: So That's this cool. is a question this is a question. First of all, a uh, question from Chris Mentalist, my brother Chris Mentalist. He said, Is Lashley a transitional champion? And then we have another question from Anafi from Rest Things, Big up Anafi and Rest Things family. He says, As Lashley won the lot as what as Lashley won the title last night, how would you book his title defense going forward at WrestleMania? So the same question H just asked as well. I will say it has to be Lashley Drew, WrestleMania, Lashley retained. Lashley, Brock, SummerSlam.
2: I would go the I would go the other way. You think Brock straight away? Yeah, I think th- I don't. I, th- I think Drew will win it back at SummerSlam, but I feel like we will have this. If, like you just said, they promised them a match with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar might just come back and do it and go. You know what I mean? But you think Brock Lesnar's Brock-
0: gonna come for twenty thousand people on wrestling? Well, he will. They
2: probably will. Yeah, he probably not, will i Why not? He did it in front of the in the performance and with no one.
0: Yeah. He, he was already will. paid
2: by then. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I reckon Brock could come back for mania. And I don't yeah, I feel like what
3: and, and what and Lashley win.
2: Yeah. Not like maybe not clean, maybe some kind of shenanigans or like I don't know. But I don't feel like I actually don't feel like the money is Drew Lashley now.
3: You know, yeah, now obviously, if you're looking at WrestleMania, it has to be Lashley brought. Pers- if you're looking at the money, 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 obviously, that makes more sense. Yeah, um, but I just feel like because we're coming, like, we're only five, well, six I've, weeks I've away from WrestleMania. i booked to your game. Are you ready? All right, are so he's gonna,
2: up, he's, he's gonna show up. He's gonna show up for raw. Well, I kind of no, said that. No, no, I'm I'm booked, that. It. Do you want to hear it? Do you want no, to I hear it? Do you want to hear it? Okay, so Lashley versus. Um, so who do we just say? i McIntyre,
0: Lesnar <laughs> no,
2: Lashley versus Lesnar, yeah. Lesnar comes back, we're gonna get this Lashley Lashley Lesnar match, finally get it, yeah? A
1: proper WrestleMania
2: match, proper big WrestleMania match, yeah. Then there's some kind of shenanigans in the in the backstage area between a conversation between Um Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. He's like, yo, you're back. Like, what's going on? And he's like, no, I'm with this guy now. You know what I'm saying? And then there's some tension between Lesnar and Roman because you stole my guy. Like, what's going on? Roman gets involved in the match. He causes Lesnar to lose. And then we got we have Lesnar Reigns going forward out of Mania into SummerSlam. Pay me. That is where the money is. Hey, hey, you realize you've just built.
1: Because Reigns versus Lesnar worked so well the first time <laughs> in the season, <laughs> you just no, just This moment. time,
2: it is Paul Heyman on a pole match, isn't it? So you He's get whoever
0: wins, <laughs> gets I, Heyman. I don't think they would have a, a, an interruption or a distraction in a WrestleMania match for the title. What? I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that... Have you I watched
2: WrestleMania? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think... I think those are times
1: of old so cold turned
2: hill for no reason
1: <laughs> no, I hear it that, can happen yeah. you're obviously I forgotten had... you're forgetting about the classic John Cena versus the Miz as well yeah yeah
0: I think yeah. I think I see Brock Lesnar more as like the final boss so Bobby Lashley goes on this reign from now until, until summerslam and then it's like Brock Lesnar is like the, the final guy that he has to kind of overcome before they start talking about maybe Lashley dropping it to him, so
1: The problem is, I think everyone's right, because let's face it, if you said WrestleMania this year, Edge Reigns, Lashley, Lesnar, you'd go, you know what, that's not a bad couple of things, male-wise, to have at the top. But the but the other the other truth is, you can't have Lesnar, Lashley at the moment, because it would be a waste. What? So if you're going to have a kind of, not throwaway match, but is Lashley... I'm not,
2: I'm not excited by Lashley-Drew at all. Nor am I. I don't, and I don't really want Drew to lose. But I don't want Lashley to lose. So I'd rather just...
1: It's not, it just not happening. <laughs> You'd rather they just avoid
0: each
2: other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just for now. <laughs> um, yeah, if, Drew loses, if Drew loses, he goes to the bottom of the... Constru- like, what can he do? Like, slightly, you're Drew right. If Drew loses, right. that's it.
1: Yeah, slightly. It's true. How mm. does he
2: cut? Do you know what I mean? Unless... I don't know.
1: You know what they should have done? We'll talk about Raw in a set, but they should have had Drew, uh, Sheamus at WrestleMania, even as an opener. Because that for match, me, that match, that, that match that on match Raw, WrestleMania could have stolen the show. Out yeah, season. they
3: really had a awesome great ball. match on Raw. I don't know why they didn't save that for WrestleMania. I don't know why they didn't. I save think it. they it did.
1: you feel like they feel like Sheamus and, um, and, and, um, and Drew had that in their back pocket. You know, they've been discussing ideas that oh, we'll do this, we'll do that. And it was sorry to jump the gun and talk about Raw, but I thought it was. I, I thought there was the best moment of Raw. I thought the match was outstanding. I thought the finish was outstanding. And it's always, I always find it good when mates or, you know, when there's a relationship between the two. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, stuff like that. When there's a connection between the two, the match is always better. Wouldn't you, in fact, give us some guys, oh, to put you on the spot, give us some of those classics when they're mates or they know each other quite well. So the match is always pretty good.
3: Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. 100%, yeah. One hundred percent. That's one of the best, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Obviously, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, they had some great matches. In fact, you um, could say the
1: whole SmackDown Six, couldn't you? Because they were so used to taking each other on the Six. And yeah. Them, Ray, Ray Eddie
3: Guerrero, Ray and Eddie.
1: Um,
3: you know, so many, so many um friendships I've and wrestling. In
0: keeping in recent times, the stuff that Roman and Jey Uso have done. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Just just the chemistry and stuff, the story that they told.
1: But that finish, start? not to say that it deserved a crowd so much, because that finish when he was just going for the bro kick, but the, the Claymore kick hit him just before it was perfect. It I was,
0: yeah.
1: it's not often these days I go, especially with no crowd, that it gets me. That actually got me like what a great match. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Should we talk about Raw then? Let's, do Let's it. talk about Raw. We didn't do any outside the ring. Okay, well, no, I, I, I had, oh, we could do, I've definitely got a subject outside the ring we could start with.
1: Should we start or should we do Raw now first and then we do it after?
3: No, nah, you said it now, Ace. Let's do outside the ring. Well, to be okay, fair, guys, we've,
1: we've talked about the opener and the main event. So now we have to talk about Shane McMahon and <laughs> Ron Strome. What WrestleMania match. I told you guys, it's happening. I missed
2: have this. What, what happened? What's the? Ex- uh, how did it <laughs>
1: What Have happened? you ever seen a storyline just shoehorned in? Shane McMahon comes out and just starts slagging off Bron for no reason. He, oh, you're a big idiot. Oh, I'm just joking. I'm just, oh, I, Again, Shane's promos are so awkward and weird and i I, I, I trying to imagine. Can you imagine Vince McMahon or and Shane McMahon these days having a conversation? It's going to be absolutely nonsensical. They both just go... Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> anyway, move on. Someone else talk. Jesus. So, yeah, Shane and uh, uh, Strowman, that's definitely going to be a
3: WrestleMania card. Um oh, Ali, Ali had a match with uh, Riddle for the United States Championship. Ali did a very dangerous finish. Did you Did you notice the finish?
0: I mean, it was definitely a bot. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't really know if it was. it was. I don't know if it was. Uh, it, it you was. know what? I thought it looked good. It looked good. There was no, there was no like, like basically. Matt Riddle just took a flat back bump from the top rope. And yes. then Ali was doing some type of rotation without even touching Riddle. So I liked it. It I looked like brilliant. The, I feel like the but,
2: commentators made it sound like look like a bump because they were just like they crashed to the ground. They didn't really call it a move or nothing. <laughs> yeah. But I, it, I thought it looked good. I don't know.
1: Well, we'll know if he ever ever hits that move ever again. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: we'll see. We will see. We will see. Um, it wasn't a match. It, it wasn't for the title, by the way.
3: And Ali, no, Ali won, and then yeah. it might that might lead to a title defense at Fastlane, and where Riddle will win, obviously, uh, between the two. Um, shame it, man, was throwing some free- and shame man, the Miz was throwing some at tricks backstage, pretending he had a cramp. Uh, you know, it, it, just trying to do anything to get out of the match. Uh, the match was booked for a later time. The match happened. He ran out the ring, got counted out. Shane said, no, nope, we're going to have you come back out and face Lashley. A Lumberjack match commenced where people in the lumberjack seem to be rooting for Lashley. Even the ones that Lashley beat the shit out of, like Riddle and Retribution and it's just the book. Like, I see Riddle jamming with Cedric Alex Cedric Alexander. That's what got me. Yeah. Inside, it's like, hey man, this is cool, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know like, that Lashley was such a badass.
3: It's like, I, like At any
2: point, did you not think uh, Retribution were going to cost her business the match?
0: I thought, I thought, if anyone, it was going to be um, uh, Braun Strowman. Because obviously he had the oh, match okay. with Bobby Lashley last week. Yeah. And even that doesn't make sense. Because Shane McMahon, like Flew said, basically called Braun Strowman an idiot <sighs> earlier on in the night. And then Shane McMahon saying, oh yeah, need the lumberjacks out. And Braun Strowman comes out. Like, yeah. wouldn't you be disobeyed? Yeah, then we have retribution on the other hand, the rebels of WWE. But no, yeah. we're coming to be lumberjacks as we're told, you know. It's like,
1: yeah, no, it yeah, doesn't make sense. So Even- whenever wherever you guys worked, can you just imagine like a group of people coming in and being absolute assholes and setting fire to the place and having chainsaws, and then your boss just going, Could someone just help me with these tables? and then going, yes, <laughs> <you should." laughs> and just lifting the tables with Oh, you were setting fire to the venue last week, but now you're just helping us with these tables. Thank you, <laughs> retribution.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, retribution joining in is very not anti-establishment, anti-industry at all was very strange. Um, question from Lola Frills, Jason Allen, who's an uh, avid kick out podcast listener. He asked us the question: what is next for the Miz? It's a really good
2: question. Bad very money, good question. Damien Priest very good question. Morrison.
3: Oh, if he be bad body, Damien Priest versus Miz and Morrison. One hundred Didn't Damien Priest have a match with someone? And he nearly got beat the hell out of
0: Elias. They're booking him so bad, bro.
3: Oh man. Yeah. It's Elias I versus Damien. Ch- Priest won, though, right?
0: He won, but I don't understand why he's struggling to beat people that are, can't even get on TV. Like he's he's he sold the hell out of Elias' whole moveset and then yeah. beats Elias. He done the exact same thing for Angel Gaza last week. I like Gaza, but same ways. Like, this isn't how you get someone over strong per se. Like he's struggling against guys he shouldn't be struggling against.
2: What do you guys think about dropped storylines? What what storyline are you thinking? (laughs)
0: Like Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah?
2: That uh, Lana, (laughs) no Lana. Sorry, Lacey Evans. um, Just dropped storyline. Like, is that something I I can't stand it? I don't like. They had like, and I I don't know. I didn't see it. This I saw a little bit of Charlotte's promo, but did she even address it at all? No.
0: Charlotte walked into the ring and basically said, Bianca has chosen Sasha for the Women's Championship. Mm. Who has who was our champion chosen? Or what's our champion doing at WrestleMania? Nothing. So I am saying now that I want to face Asuka for the Women's Championship. You know what, Which, though? We all knew was coming, so. Of course.
3: When they showed, when Shayna kicked Asuka's tooth out, I'm out.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's oh, real.
3: That was, I know, that was horrible.
0: She lost mm. two teeth, so she's she's really out, like.
3: I feel sorry for her, man. That's really bad. Hmm. But um, Shayna
0: did on on the show. If you watch the whole footage of the match, Shayna did literally after she done that kick, she went straight to Asuka's head, like "Are you alright?" sort of thing. Like she must damn. have seen it fly out, but yeah.
2: Deep. Anyway, um, uh, I'm sad that this storyline's been dropped, though. <laughs> <But> the? <laughs> f- R- storyline? Yeah, man. I I I kind of. I mean, like you've already started. I've been it like at the beginning you started it now. so let's but it just, ended it, you know just, what
3: it was ended well last week when she when her and Ric Flair had that really
2: deep promo that was okay good like starting. that felt like it, that felt like the beginning of what we were about to get rather than the no, end like
3: really I mean, his actions when she said i'm not here i'm here to improve our legacy dad not to ruin it and then she walks away and Ric flair's like Oh, that's what you've been doing all this time. So It's I a
0: double-sided like... coin, though, because that, that could be seen as something that's going to spin off between those two. But at the same time, if you don't have that, Lacey Evans has just said she's pregnant, they could literally just both walk off and then that's it, the, the storyline's gone. That It could have ended that way. But with that Ric Flair promo might have given it like an extra step where it maybe didn't need it necessarily.
3: Question from our guest last week, Big Wavy Roy Johnson. He says... If you were to get married, what would be your cake, starter and main? <laughs> then he says, which wrestling theme would you walk down the aisle to? So let's go with flu first. If you were to get married, what would be your cake, the starter and the main? And what wrestling theme would you come up to?
1: Well, obviously, the uh, hmm. my, my instant eyes is always brewed. It's always brewed to rise through the flames. Will you, will or, you will you
3: and, will you and the missus be rising through the flames together or you and you and um some groomsmen or whatever
1: uh, I, I don't know i haven't thought about it that long let me think more about the cake um i'd have i'd have some kind of lovely beef wellington as the ma- i'm trying to think of funny wrestling answers but i've got nothing uh yeah, man, go
0: <laughs> what would my what would my theme tune be? I guess my go-to answer would always be DX. Um, Break it down! Because <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <bit>. but, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what am I thinking? Sorry, Mac.
1: What Go about on. the, you know, the, remember, our love is here forever. <laughs> uh, the classic music that we always do. Yeah, classic. And they yeah. always get some, <laughs> They always get somebody who can't quite sing to sing it live. They did that with that, that was like test, test and Stephanie's wedding. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And I've done it a
3: few times. I think they even did it as a joke with Teddy Long and um, Bobby Lashley's wife's wedding. Would and you agree that's that. the best Teddy, when the Teddy one? Was Teddy played.
2: Long and Bobby Lashley's wife got married. Yeah, the,
3: well, they had a wedding and then Jagged Edge came out and performed. Do you remember that on Smackdown? I remember that.
2: Well, that was Bobby Lashley's yeah. wife. Yeah. That's
3: Bobby oh, Lashley's that's his wife. real wife. His real wife? Yes, yeah, his oh, real wow. wife. Yeah.
2: did know that. Um I don't know anything. Um I'm just a piece of
1: shit. <laughs> <I'm joking>. uh, <laughs> <that's> uh, <laughs> My catchphrase is copyright
2: I'll probably you know, I'd have NWO. Down the down down. Yeah. down da, da, I feel like down, that, that is really down, down, down the, the aisle. aisle. That's walk down the aisle.
0: Black and white lights yeah,
3: everywhere. Yeah, that's
2: it, man.
0: For life,
3: life, for life. for, for life. life. That's the best. Too,
2: too um, Sweet and everybody has a walk. Uh, yeah, I'm on it. That's me. That's yeah, right. Right. That's
3: I, that's right. that's right. been, I think the theme song I would have is Billy and Chuck. You <laughs> so good to <laughs>
1: me. Hey, hey, if you have the NWO, though, aren't you worried that you'd have, like, two or three groomsmen and it would be really good? But then you'd add another groomsman. And then you'd add another groomsman. And, and in the end, you'd have too many groomsmen and it would water down your way, wedding.
0: You
2: think. Way too many groomsmen.
0: And then they'll yeah. split off. And then, then one off. he'll, he'll pro- propose to another woman in the <laughs> wedding. And then, you know, all yeah. of a sudden you got got Wolfpack in there.
2: We should do an end of your like, episode where we really just break down how great that we- like, I- shit it was at the same time.
3: I think that's a great idea. We should do start yeah. doing themed Episodes and yes, an NWO one will be on the cards. Uh, for the cake, I'll have a flapjack.
2: All right, <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely not a cake. <laughs> I ain't coming to your wedding, bro. I ain't no. What's killing this wedding? Man he gave me a flapjack, you know. Yeah, flapjack, really... like a member of. You know, in the back of your
3: teeth. <laughs> That's, right. That's why I said it. The member of Retribution, <laughs> flapjack.
2: Oh, there you you. Oh, okay, there you go. And also,
3: Stevie Ray he used to he used to do the flapjack back in WCW days. Um, all right. Um more stuff to discuss. Oh uh, speaking of Charlotte Flair, Nathan Stokes at Nathan Stokes 08 tweeted at us will the fans accept another title match for Charlotte at Mania again?
0: They won't have a let's, choice, will they?
3: Let's start with Max.
0: I think, like honestly, right now, I don't want to see them force someone like Rhea Ripley into the story. They clearly don't have anything for her. We're like six weeks out from Mania. Do Asuka versus Charlotte at Mania and let Asuka win. Let let Asuka get something from this this lackluster title reign and let her correct the wrong of Charlotte beating her undefeated streak of whatever that was. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll take Asuka versus Charlotte right now. We'll know it'll be, it's a good match anyway.
1: Flew? I, I agree with Meg. I, I would say you can write both wrongs, can't you? You can have her put over Rhea Ripley or you can have her put over a suit, Asuka. So, yeah. Ace.
2: I think if they're smart, they won't have Charlotte Flair in the title picture for Mania. Let's rest yeah, it, man. What does, rest what does Charlotte do then? Because there's no way Charlotte's not going to us, run, go for us. Us. Let's have a let's have that let's have a Ripley match then, but it doesn't need to be for without this match. the title without the title. I think let's just rest it one year. I think they're gonna they in they they're gonna are going to they they in. I don't know why I can't speak today, but they're very close to doing with her what they did to Roman and yeah, luckily, I agree there's no fans. lucky done no it friend. already I think they, they have, have done already, it already and know? they don't care I don't, think, like... I don't think the fans hate Charlotte yet
3: um, I don't I think, think they do I think Charlotte's very lucky there's no crowd in the audience right now you think so like, right? didn't Charlotte go NXT and win the NXT title mm-hmm, I yeah. mean that's yeah. that's taking the piss isn't it that's taking <laughs> the piss she didn't even need to do that she did not even need to do that she didn't even need I, to th- that, that th- was no game for her
0: they put it on her at Wrestlemania then she was on obviously up against AEW probably as a draw and she wasn't a draw like that it didn't change anything in terms of ratings so then yeah. she dropped it to EO so um, yeah
2: uh, question. I, I want to I just quickly say I want, I don't want to see Charlotte at Mania I'd like to see Charlotte I don't know how they're going to just fandangle this but I would like to see Charlotte Bianca at SummerSlam
0: there is no chance Charlotte Flair is missing Wrestlemania She's not necessarily
2: no. injured there she'll, is zero she'll be on the card I just don't want her to be in in the main in the event title match in the title
3: match no um Tony Collins at you know what I'm sorry Tony I'm not going to read that handle that's a mad handle Tony Cole <laughs> No, nah, it's too many numbers have you guys discussed the one awards you know the wrestling observer awards um is interested to hear our take on Tony Khan winning the best booker so I've got the list here uh, for the best top ten wrestlers of the year it was Jericho, Iowati, Roman Reigns, Shizuka, Bailey, Drew McIntyre, Kota Ibushi, Naito, Kenny Omega, and John Moxley being the wrestler of the year. What do you guys think of that? I think I think Moxley deserves it. I guess he's
0: yeah. he's had some, out, he's had some outstanding what? matches you know what the thing is when they do these awards it depends where the start off that they start counting from and when they stop counting from so it's not like the year he was the entire 12 months where he was champion you see what I mean it's like a, yeah. a funny cutoff period here and there but uh, you see these awards yeah I just I don't have much stock in them especially by they're they're usually put together by a bunch of people that don't respect WWE or don't like wWE so it's always going to be. Skewed like I, I saw I saw some of the results from the award, and I think in best wrestling promotion, um being the elite, I think was second or third. Being the elite is a YouTube show, yeah, um, a joke. that is that kind of supports AEW storylines. So yeah, how is joke. that you yeah. know ranking in best promotion? Like it's yeah,
3: it's, uh Tony Khan winning promoter of the year.
0: I don't know about that one. Did
3: he win promoter or booker? Promote what? Oh, well, Booker. Yeah, it's Booker.
1: You're right. Yeah, it's Booker.
0: <laughs> where, where, where's the Where do we call? Where's the difference there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say he could have won best manager or best CEO, as in of the company. Mm-hmm. But is he? Is he the Booker? Does he? I I don't I, I don't know enough yeah, about no. it to have an informed opinion, to be honest. But yeah,
0: I think. Yeah, I think I at the same
1: time funny. though, you know, at the same time, yes, they are sometimes a bit one-sided, but it's not as if WWE have done anything of any note this year, other than the award-winning and critically acclaimed Thunderdome. (laughs) (laughs) They They went to another award, and they won three new awards for best critically acclaimed big television thing behind people. So, they yes, they've now got seven big television awards. So, good for them. It's
3: crazy. Bray Wyatt came from being one of the... I think on, on these awards, he got, like, one of the best gimmicks or whatever. Now, he's Number one and most overrated.
2: Oh shit! Is <laughs> that oh, wise, on? most
3: overrated. Br- Br- Bray most overrated promotion of the year was only AEW. Don't know if I agree with that. Uh, best weekly show dynamite. Uh, most outstanding wrestler Kenny Kenny Omega. You can see
0: how this is skewed, right? Or is it just yeah, a... <laughs> like... yeah? Uh,
3: so the top ten of the most outstanding wrestlers. F- Your boy Phoenix is number ten. Uh, Max. Shizu is number nine. Takahashi is eight. Okada, seven. Shizuki, six. Wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Osprey five. Ishii, four. <laughs> Shingo, uh, three. This is what? Best wrestler? Most outstanding wrestler. Not a, not a WWE talent in the top ten. And Omega, number one. We need to see a Bushi Omega soon, though, and an AEW ring. Tag Team of the Year, the Young Bucks wins again. Any WWE talent in Tag Team of the Year? No.
1: <laughs> but don't get me. I, again, though, I'm not necessarily a massive Young Bucks guy, but again, which tag team would they have put in? No, you know, Young Bucks definitely deserves number one. Not
3: not, not, mm. disputing, that, not disputing that at all. They, they, are, they, are, they are the best tag team in the world right now. Mm. And, and probably have been for the past five years, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, I think the Revival gave them a good run for their money. (laughs) Now that it's injury prone. Uh, Yeah, this is just, yeah, this is, I I do love Meltzer, but yeah, typical uh, bias towards indie wrestling.
0: Indie stuff, yeah.
3: Not saying WWE, like Flew said, they haven't done much to kind of get themselves out of it, to be fair. But some of the choices are a bit like, okay. But yeah, all right, and that's some of the questions that wraps up some of the questions. Oh no, actually, we got one more here. Um, yes, um, from Kinetic, he's been on the show before, uh, my good friend. Uh, you guys stay on point. Big up to Bobby Lashley, but please, can you give a shout out to 2 Cold Scorpio for me? I see a lot about black wrestlers, but we can never forget a man like Too Cold.
0: Never ever. Too
3: Cold Scorpio. Should he have been a WWE champion?
0: <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I never saw him in the WWE so I can't even comment. Um, Mex, I, I see him Mex, on indie still doing bits.
3: Max, you don't want to see him in WWE, trust me. I mean, like, he, <laughs> was, oh he did he did some good moves and stuff,
1: but yeah, they,
3: they took the mick out of him, man. They made him, like, a broadest Clay character in WWE, man. It was, oh, wow. it was
1: terrible. Also, they made him come out in a jumpsuit, and he was a little bit overweight at that time, so he was wearing a big green jumpsuit. Yeah. And his 50 splash, because he was a portly chap at the time, looked like it would effing kill. I He's totally
3: cool. agree. Yeah. Two totally. yeah. uh, to Cold Scorpio, yes, absolutely. I always have nothing but good things to say about that man. So yeah. amazing yeah. wrestler, amazing, one, one of the best. Um, what else are we going to talk about in this podcast? I feel like we're missing something. Big Cass um, and
2: made a return. Literally.
3: Oh, a big pa- oh oh yeah! Before we talk about Big Cass, that's the thing I was going to talk about: Randy Orton and Soldier Boy. Did you hear about this? I did see this. Yeah, Randy Orton. Uh, and Soldier Boy has went through a little Twitter exchange last night. Um, I think Soldier Boy tweeted that rap game is faker than the WWE. <laughs> and and first, um, first it, it, it drew the attention of T Bar from Retribution first, who tweeted at Soldier Boy saying, "Does the rap game take years of your life and leave you with countless injuries?" And yes, then- <laughs> I can I
1: can name one or two. Yes. <laughs> I because, there's some documentaries about them on netflix <laughs> <laughs> right now.
3: Said, and then t-bar T- starts saying oh well maybe you should stick to super soaking your holes or whatever it was you <laughs> did 15 years ago <laughs> then uh randy orton chimed in and said fake how dare this prick i dare this prick to step up he don't like he don't like movies Consider us actors that do stunts without pads, 200 days a year and don't bitch about it With when we get surgically repaired and come back. Consider us 100 times tougher than anyone you've come across. Ain't nothing about a bitch ass. That's what Orton said about oh, Wow. soldier blood. Then Then, uh, oh, and then Orton said some more stuff. <laughs> I, uh, he said something about San ben- Benito. Who's San Benito?
0: Bad something Bunny.
3: Like That's his act. Oh, Bad Bunny would beat the fuck out of you. Oh. Why? How? Because he's seen our world, respects it, and knows what it takes, and finds himself lucky to be part of it. You want to talk fake? Pull on that cheap ass chain and come, come
1: work for it. You, you want hit one ass motherfucker? <laughs> and do you know what's? Do you know what's brilliant with that? Soldier boy and all the media would have gone. Oh, let's have a look at RAW and see what's going on because <laughs> they're saying that this is real and legit. So what's going on? Click. Oh. He appears to be talking to a little girl who has turned, turned into himself, <laughs> and then shouted at himself, and then vomited black blood. Yeah, and then they're going, "Oh, you're right. This is really legit." Do you know what I mean? Come yeah, on, that's God. hilarious. The, the, the soldier boy replied with, "Do you know who the
3: fuck I am? I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring the real to wrestling. Don't play with me, Randy Orton." Why and did he say that? Yeah, he said, "Oh, like so many ends and question marks." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it was like "Autumn." So I guess like Drake. Oh, so
2: it, it,
3: it, Orton, oh I think okay, he's see. I like that. And then Autumn says, "Crank that," came out in 2007. You had one hell of a year then, dude. Serious money. Had off to you, my like, dude. Here's here's the thing though. I like rap. I bummed that shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> is this randy
1: orton
3: saying this yeah whether it's lil wayne meek mills or jay-z but you pet but what you call what but you call what i do to survive fake Fuck that come to my world and say that i, de- I dare yeah and then energy the soldier boy says if you if you mad because i spit real 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 facts just say that what do you what you do is fake, and I stand on that. What I do is real. Come to your world. Welcome to Soldier World. And then Orton says, You spitting facts. Seems like <laughs> all you're spitting in the same mess you rap about is not. Clear your throat, my dog, and be there. Enough talk. Back it up. And then wow. then Lil, then Bow Wow tweeted at Soldier Boy saying stuff like, Hey man, I tweeted that these, these, these wrestling motherfuckers and they're all they're all sensitive about me too. Yeah, right. they they're all sensitive little rattle bitches. And then and then um Soldier Boy retweeted that and laughed. So uh, could you see Randy Soldier Boy at WrestleMania?
2: No, thanks.
1: Leave alone. Yeah, Leave alone. Beef has changed since my day. Did he really say hashtag welcome to Soldier World? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a fret. Yeah. It's, a, a-, it's a fret. Um, I, uh, think I, was- yes, I think yes, they both yes. come out of that looking a little... Yeah. yeah. Foolish, yeah. you mean. Foolish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big cast. I don't know who Soldier Boy is though, and as long as Randy Ayrton uh, didn't use the N-word, then, then I have no problems with any of those conversations. Could you name two more of his songs, please? Go ahead. You, you. you <laughs> no just I two more.
2: Um, and that's
1: what I know. Oh, oh, okay. oh we're
2: getting yeah, money.
1: Uh, I, know, I, that I know that one. Money. That one was, the one was featuring uh, Lenny Kravitz and Bing Crosby. I remember that one. That was, a, that was a good one. Big cast has returned with Enzo Amore to the wrestling scene. Big Cast looks
3: in great shape, but Enzo still doesn't. Um but um Ouch. I well. No, I shouldn't say things like that, should I? Uh, but um it's it seems like there's a lot of talk, a lot of hype on Twitter. Is this uh, could Big Cass be back in WWE eventually?
2: Nope.
0: The <laughs> <landscapers>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the so. landscape has kind of changed, man. Like I, I don't know. I think him and Enzo caused too much of a. A, a rift when they're leaving, and especially Cass, because Enzo left first because of the the charges and stuff against him, and then Cass, if I'm correct, left because he kept going at Carmela. So he had a backstage relationship with Carmela. Um, I just
3: want to put out that Enzo was innocent of the charges. That's what yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So then, yeah, he had a, a backstage relationship with Carmela, and then allegedly. when they weren't in the relationship, um, <laughs> yeah. allegedly it was. Allegedly. like...
1: Yeah, we have what, to you do don't believe those either. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, no I, be, I do believe that. I do believe that. I, do believe
1: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you've listened to any of our podcasts, but we need to do a lot of allegedly. We should allegedly. <laughs> we should call ourselves allegedly the kick out podcast. Yeah, right. Very, yeah, true. But yeah, Very true. Yeah. Allegedly,
0: there might have been some domestic stuff that
1: was happening
0: backstage allegedly. at WWE. Allegedly, with him <laughs> and Carmella, so allegedly. that's why they kind of got rid of him.
1: Allegedly. allegedly.
2: I thought it was because he beat up the the small person. That has nothing to do with
0: it. Yeah, I think that was the icing on the cake. Then that was it. It was gone, but yeah.
1: That was such a... Yeah, you were meant to kick him once, but you kicked him twice. So this is very bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, very, very... I I mean, mean, do you want to
2: see them back in WWE?
1: No, I was going to say Well, I I hate to say it, but I thought thought Enzo was good television. I enjoy... I, I enjoy agree. any promos that actually make me go, "Oh, that seemed off the cuff," or "That seemed realistic." Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, whatever you think about him, and I do think things about him. It's just I thought he was a good promo. So, meh, it, it depends if he's cleaned up himself, and you know, hopefully they have because I heard there was mental health issues with Big Cass and stuff. Yeah, because, yeah. But you know, sometimes mental health issues are just people being assholes. So, just it, as long as they've come clean and they're you know they're good, then why not? I, I would certainly me- find it more interesting to watch him than to watch 90% of the current roster on the mic. So you would want them both back, not just one, not just. End zone zone's a bit useless because you're just a big mouth. They only work, I think they're, they're, yeah, like Hawk and Animal. I think they only work together. But not not to even put them in that stratosphere. But you know I mean? There's certain yeah. guys that have to be together to work, yeah
0: they just have
1: a killer. A, they need to kill run somewhere
0: like AEW or the Indies or somewhere like that mm-hmm. to merit a big move now. Because yeah, they they're like right at the bottom of the the totem pole with everybody.
3: So are we looking forward to this 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 slow train that we're taking to WrestleMania? Is everybody looking forward to this? Where everything's shaping up a bit, Get a bit more. Oh, pole lights.
2: The uh, bath man is here. The pole ice. The pole ice. Why do you say it's slow? That's the question I want to know. Why? Why did you say it's slow? Uh, I mean, no, no. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 building up. It's building up quite nicely, but it's it's... it doesn't feel slower than usual. I feel like we've been there's been WrestleMania even quite as recent up until recently where maybe two weeks before we were like, fam, what is it? (laughs) Who's on the cards? We don't (laughs) don't know who's on. I feel like it was maybe was it last not last year? Maybe the year before. Hmm. I feel like we were just like we had it every. Yeah, maybe it was. I and mean, we just was like, who's on the card? Like, what is going on? There was
1: well, no... Well, it in the end. Charlotte Asker to show that yeah. you know, like, because I remember being, thinking, oh my God, I'm going to see AJ versus Nakamura live. And to be fair, it kind of disappointed, didn't it? And yeah. it's so... But the way I look at it is like every year, even when... Every, I was like, how are they going to do it this year? I remember when, we, when I first started on the podcast, on the kickout, the build-up wasn't happening for WrestleMania. And then suddenly Shane McMahon came back. And whether I liked it or I didn't, and it was not perfect at all, of course it not, but there was something exciting about, oh, Undertaker versus Shane, that's exciting. This year, you know, I think they're going to do the kind of match for, you know, us nerdy guys. Oh, if they do do Cesaro, Seth Rollins, oh, great, we've got our nerdy match, good for us. But where's that? That's why I think Lesnar versus Lashley is the only match you can that would make me go, oh, you know what? I'm actually very interested to see that. I love Edge. I'm interested by the Roman Reigns character, but is it going to rock our world? In, They're relying in, on yeah. that,
2: aren't they? They're relying on the Edge return for like the big. But that won't be that will main event, you
3: know that. You know that's not going to main event.
0: I think it will. It has to.
3: Roman think, Reigns is going to main event I
1: at the think moment. It. Stroke, re- at least I think. No, I think if, if, it's
3: Lashley, if it's actually Lesnar, that's going lost.
1: Mm. No.
3: I don't yeah. One so. hundred. I think that.
0: I think that opens. I think that might. I think okay. I think Roman Reigns and Edge. Is main event in the second night. I want Sasha and Bianca to main event the first night, but that's yeah. if they do Lesnar Lashley, that was maybe what will pip it. Mm. Like they might give them the, the main event of the first night, or maybe the opening um uh, match of even nights.
2: Mm. I'm actually so certain it is Lesnar Lashley. I'm I actually I put money on it.
0: I
3: don't think no,
2: do I, I, don't, I could feel it here. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I'm so sorry. That's your leg, I'm just... right? I'm just. <laughs> so, that. No, that's my stomach. I mean, my guts. Okay. My guts. Uh, all up. the interviews I've heard recently with Lashley, <laughs> and we keep going back to this Lesnar fit. Like, it's too perfect. Like, it's too yeah. perfect. What was, what's your favorite promo Lashley's ever done when
3: he's come back for, like, a WrestleMania match?
1: I don't remember. Come
3: on, Flu. Come Who, on, you Lashley know what I'm talking about. Come on, Flu.
1: I can't. You're going to have to help me, man. My, what, was...
3: what was that noise that he did again? <laughs> what?
1: Oh, you're talking about Lesnar? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's do this. Oh. <laughs> let's do this. That was, wasn't apparently that the moment that he walked backstage? went up to Vince and just went, get me Paul Heyman now. Because he was just like, I'm not doing any more promos. In fact, that wasn't what he actually said. Get me the Jew is what he said. He went backstage, oh, wow. went to Vince said, huh?
3: I'm, I'm uncomfortable when he keeps calling him that.
1: I need, I need to get me the
3: Jew. I need to get me the Jew. He keeps making yeah. these jokes.
1: Look, looking at Brock Lesnar and thinking about his past, I think that's quite mild compared to what Brock Lesnar could be saying. So, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. point. Let's just let's see a happy mercies. Good, Randy Brock. Just stay over there and be quiet, and everything will be okay. Don't say anything weird. Thanks, guys.
3: Well, I guess that wraps up today's episode of the Kickout. out. That was quick, isn't it? I mean, there's definitely really much more to talk about. Cool. Am, um, I, am I wrong here, Max? Am I missing something?
0: Well, Bianca Belair, she's chosen Sasha. That happened on SmackDown.
3: Oh, yeah, that was um, good. Smackdown so, was actually good actually. SmackDown was good. That was good. Oh, let's oh, let's talk about it. Thank you.
2: Apollo Crews. Hey! He got the steel. the steel. <laughs> Come on, Ace. Talk to me about it. Nigerian Apollo Cruz. Yeah. I, I've got so many, I had so many different emotions while watching this. I liked it, it. then I didn't like it, but then I loved it. But then I didn't. Then I loved. Then I loved it even. I don't know. I, I, let's see what happens, in it. I think it's too early to say whether we like this or hate this. I I like that Apollo Cruz is um seems to be very confident on the mic. He seems very comfortable in this this new role. Um, I like. Do you know what? I, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. I, I I'm just interested to know where they're going. Like, is his whole thing like I'm a real black man? And you're not, <laughs> because you're not. You're not African. You're an you know African American. They should call him Doctor Cruz. No, don't 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 do that.
3: No, right? don't relate really to that
2: fool Umar Johnson. Right? That's what you're doing here. Here we go. And
3: then and then right, his promos should be him filming himself in his car <laughs> or in his house with a mobile phone, and he, and he talks about real Africans against American Africans. He talks about how he hates interrelation inter- relationships, how he hates uh-huh. the white man. This is what uh-huh. they should do. Dr. Cruz, right? He should, he should, he should grab the mic. He should say, he should cut provos on English actors coming <laughs> into the States and taking black American jobs. Doctor, oh, this is how I book it. Dr. Cruz, this is what he should be. A, yeah, I a conspiracy theorist, uh, uh, a vibe, but he'll be the best heel in the business. Best heel in the business. That's what I would do. What he should do as well is he should go to almost because he's also Nigerian, right? And say to yeah, almost, yeah. "What you doing with this white boy?" And then you <laughs> take, <laughs> take, 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 almost. What should you wait say wait to wait him again? Wait. What should you say to him again? What you doing with <laughs> this white boy? You know what I mean? I take, and take, I take, almost away from AJ Styles, recruiting his backup, Dr. Cruz. Hey, listen, they say I'm a genius. I'm not saying I am, but... That's what
2: they say. Look, I've,
0: I've, I've, got, I've got a question. I'll say my, my little thing. <laughs> this guy He's going. <laughs> So, with with Apollo Cruz, yeah. Yeah. Like, I I was worried when he said the real African-American thing. I was worried he might get backlash because I understand with the whole Nigerian thing that, yeah, he's pushing that. But I thought that maybe other African-Americans would take offense to that, which I've spoken to some since he said that on Saturday. They said it's fine because generally African-Americans don't know their roots. So, I guess he is the the real African-American, so cool. But my question was, why is the minute someone starts embracing their culture or their country, they They're become a heel. a
3: heel? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? But, uh, a good Very, now, good it is. Very good it's point. Very good
0: point. It's terrible, but
3: I, when you were saying- Unless that, you're American.
1: Unless you're an American. Unless, unless you're American. American. unless you're a white American.
3: Haxel Jim if, even in Even Bret, Bret Hart embracing being Canadian he was the heel for that it's
0: he, like, he was bad yeah trick. remember those those other oh, no, they weren't Canadian or French La Resistance La Resistance, mm-hmm. La Resistance yeah.
3: French yeah, uh, Rusev yeah. embracing Russia Rusev Jinder uh, Jinder Iain Sheik Nikolai mm-hmm. like Shins-
2: Shinsuke at Shinsuke one point Kuro.
3: When you had yeah. the Japanese theme, when you had the Japanese rapper, heel. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Um, yeah. But, I, but you were making me laugh when you said about real African because Alice, Alice, so busy man telling him you're the real African.
0: <laughs> Literally, when, you're he said real that, <laughs> when he said that, my heart dropped. I thought maybe he's got too into this promo and he's, he's he Just said that. And i thought oh like people are gonna get onto him in america other black people they're gonna say like you know you're devaluing us or whatever like it it, it is a bit of a sensitive topic mm. it could be seen as one but uh, right now yeah. as well
2: it's quite sensitive yeah.
0: but yeah. Where,
2: where do you go with this though like what is the plan okay so now apollo's nigerian we didn't know that before i didn't know that before we know that now, so what, what does that mean? What, like, where, how does this lead you to the icy belt? Tell me, explain it to me. I don't He's know, he, does. he really
3: attacked Biggie. He, he, put, he hospitalized Biggie, right, so, so, that, because, so
2: because you're Nigerian, that means you can you're gonna get the icy title now. That means that what I well, mean,
3: he, he hospitalized Biggie, you ask me before you cut that.
2: Now, I know, but so why, why does him becoming Nigerian mm-hmm. mean that he is like, why is that the thing he, that's gonna push him? He's is, is no longer being Mr. Smiley. Calm down.
3: Oh, I remember when Kick Out used to take the piss out of me smiling all the time. I'm no longer that guy. You know what I am now? I'm a real African and I'm the Nigerian <laughs> Apollo Cruz. And when I see AJ Styles, I'm like oh, it's almost what's doing with this. Idea? <laughs> <laughs> it
0: so I, I think I think the whole thing was obviously Biggie told him to go back to catering. And he's saying, like his whole argument is, Do you know where, who where I come from? Do you know my, my family ties? Like. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, you know, a descendant of this person that was a chief or king or whatever he said. So I think that's what it is. But I think really and truly, he has to eventually go on and beat Big E for this because he, has he can't be kind of building these characters and then they they lose at the first opportunity and, and then it's like, why do we try to reinvigorate them? Like, they, they did this recently with Carmella. Sasha Banks has beaten her like twice or three times and now like, Reginald the Somali gets more airtime than Carmela like,
3: yeah that's they're doing they are doing Carmela dirty as well because yeah so she had, you, she had you, the best match I've ever seen her have in years and her reward for it is to sit out uh, sit this one out
0: <laughs> but hold yeah.
3: it I lost my ass off. Yeah, I know we saw that. But this, this, uh, they
0: plucked Reginald, who should have been an extra in the story, and pushed him to prominence. So yeah, if they do the same, like if Biggie comes back from his injury now or kayfabe injury or whatever, and beats Apollo Cruz, it's like, well, yeah, why did he have to? It's like he's almost hulked up to become a Nigerian for what reason? <laughs> sort of thing, like because he just went unlost. lost. So where where do we go yeah. from there? Like now he's just going to be a Nigerian man in catering, like.
2: Mm. Where are you from, mix Nigeria. <laughs> oh, okay, so <laughs> you'll be aware of this year. There's an ongoing beef between Nigerians and Ghanaians.
0: Yeah, of course.
2: They gotta take that. They gotta bring that to WWE. um <laughs> to, ah, They got. They have to. They have to. Right, so Apollo and Apollo oh, and Kofi. Apollo, Apollo and
3: It's a must.
2: It's a must. It's a must. Yeah,
1: I like the, it.
2: The
3: dollar- the Jollof Rice Wars.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> jollof Rice on a pole,
0: match.
3: <laughs> Can you imagine Vic inviting Apollo Crews into his room while he's eating Jollof Rice? I've never <laughs> had this <it> before.
0: <laughs> this
3: is
2: great! This is great! What's this, tomato? <laughs> this tomato! <laughs> tomato! <laughs> oh, <laughs> rice! Right. It works, it works!
0: Anyway,
3: oh, um, <laughs> flu,
1: <laughs> yeah, I ain't touching this one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, it's flu kept quiet for the longest time.
1: There's a time for the time, there's a time for flu to talk, and there's a time for flu not to talk. Oh, God.
2: flu. Who's jollof rice is better, Nigerians or Guardians? Go on, quick answer. Oh, you quick, know, you know, you've read my blog,
1: I'm all about it. I have no idea.
3: What? <laughs> but I do vividly remember Flu, I, I I'll never forget this forward, right? So Flu hired me a few years back as to help out in um, uh stewarding and security in the 0 a couple years back and um I remember there was a, I think it was a, an Afro Beast or no, a Nigerian comedian, a comedy show mm-hmm. like a, The
1: Wahala event Jamaica versus Ghana Yeah and,
3: but the people who do the catering at these events made loads of jollof rice. They made loads. There were so many containers left behind. And these people were sweet enough to share it with myself and Flew and flew staff. And Flu's flew, like, yo, yo, Ryan, make sure you, you take some food home. So I took and he said, but well, take as much as you want, because there's so many. So I took like three containers. <laughs> and Flew goes, Flew's like, yeah, I'll drop you, I'll drop you to Leighton Station because Luke Flew would drop me to Leighton Station after after work. I was like, okay, cool. And I see Flew Fle- Fle- come back, walking to the car with like nine Tupperware. Flew was not messing around. It's like, yeah, it this is great.
2: Look at the
3: car. I enjoy- oh, was, so was so funny. It so funny.
2: There you go, Flu Fle- the real African.
3: That's Flew. <laughs> Fle- <laughs> what you doing with this twinny boy? <laughs> <laughs> alright I got a roll thank yeah, you so much wrap up. We'll, we'll be back wrap up. we'll wrap up when um, when are we back next week well we're, I'm looking to do another episode with Justin Manning from Clubhouse who's a, oh. a wrestling announcer so if you guys want to join me with that one on Thursday we'll be doing another show on Thursday Max I know you'll probably be with me we'll probably run yeah. down some AEW stuff some world of wrestling stuff we'll talk to Justin about his wrestling journey and we're going to have more guests plenty of more guests coming soon on the kick out podcast more content stay tuned We love you guys. Out. Peace!